This is Alex Reviews, and I'm Alex, and I review things. And this is my podcast where we take a deeper look at current blockbusters, old school favorites, and possibly the worst movies ever made. So grab your popcorn and let's get into Alex Reviews. I hope everyone had an amazing Thanksgiving week. I know I did. We stayed in town. We ate a lot of food. I mean, I I was thinking about it. Like, are there movies about Thanksgiving? Like, why are there not movies about Thanksgiving? I know there's a Charlie Brown movie about Thanksgiving. It's called like The Great Turkey or something. Yeah, you got Charlie Brown. What about, wasn't Holiday mostly based on Thanksgiving? No, Holiday was all the holidays. It started- I know, but it started at Thanksgiving. No, I think it started at Christmas. Yeah, because the first scene, she's like returning the Christmas present with the with the pants. And then he was at the girl's house yeah, and right. they were like really you're right, you're right, aggressive. So, no, but if if there was a Thanksgiving movie... Dinner with Schmucks, was that Thanksgiving? No, they were just having a dinner. What about, um, oh, what's that other one? Uh, any dinner movie, I feel like, is a Thanksgiving movie. No, because it has to have family. It's got to have, mm, you know, drama. I feel like The Family Stone, no, that's Christmas. Um... I was about to say Christmas with the Cranks. That's straight up a Christmas movie. <laughs> but I do love Christmas with the Cranks. Home Alone. Home Alone is a Christmas movie. I just feel like it's... I remember when we first started dating, you said Thanksgiving was your favorite holiday. I stand by that. It's still your favorite holiday? Absolutely. Do you feel like it is the forgotten holiday? No, I mean, everybody celebrates it. I know, but like, think about movie-wise. Like, there are movies for Halloween, Christmas... Um, but here's, Valentine's the, here's Day. the problem though. Like if it's a movie based in winter time and it comes out in December, it's automatically a Christmas movie. Yeah. Because like the movie we're talking about today has nothing to do with Christmas, but somehow it's a Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. movie. Die yeah. hard. Nothing to do with Christmas, but they're Christmas movies. It happens at Christmas time. That doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Legally. It's a Christmas movie. If it happens at Christmas, it could also be a Hanukkah movie, either one. But I just feel like. It's a missed opportunity, so I feel like we should really look into writing a Thanksgiving script. It would be, I think, I bet, I bet you Hallmark has a Thanksgiving movie. It's the shortest movie of all time. Like, literally, you show up, you have dinner, you pass out. Yeah, but there's so much room for drama, so much room for comedy. No, there's not, because your mouth is full. No, no, because actors don't eat, so it's not a problem. That's why there's no Thanksgiving movies. Oh, they don't understand what it's like to eat. Or maybe it's the only holiday they get off. I don't know. I feel like it's a missed opportunity. But since we're getting into the holiday season, I love Christmas movies. Now, today we're not talking about a Christmas movie, but somehow Knives Out. I It came out, I guess, last year around Christmas time. So therefore, it's a Christmas movie. I mean, I don't know what screams Christmas like uh, murder, mystery, southern accents, but it just does. Like, I I think it is a Christmas movie. I don't. It's cold. Is it even cold? It's not even yeah, cold where they sweaters. are. There's no snow. There is snow when they go to that one place. No, there's no snow. <laughs> oh well, I've, why not? Why don't they promote it during Halloween? It's a murder mystery. It's spooky. I think because it came out and they didn't want to compete with it. That's true. That's very true. That's a tough one. But I just want everybody to know that as you're getting ready for Christmas, what does what do you want more in your life than some Alex Reviews merch? I mean, we have some pretty sick 
stuff just for you. And if you order it by, I believe, December 10th, everything will become in time for Christmas to put it right under your tree. And for that person in your life who just loves the movies and loves Alex reviews. Have you got your merch yet, Zach? Uh, it hasn't come in, but I've ordered it. Yes. We ordered our own merch. Absolutely. Because we're... We even had separate orders. We to, had separate orders. To buff up the uh, numbers. Oh, yeah. We're helping the numbers game. I mean, we're playing the numbers game, so we ready. But order it today. Order it right now. Just keep the podcast going. And uh, go to my Instagram at the underscore Alex underscore stone and click the link in my bio and you can see all the cool merch because you need it in your life. So today we're talking about Knives Out because honestly, all the movies coming out right now, they're okay. All the movies coming out right now, all none. All (laughs) three of the movies that are being released, I just don't feel like they deserve a whole episode. And I feel like movies that should get a full episode need to be movies that were maybe at least nominated for an Oscar too. And I mean, I don't think Freaky's going to get nominated for an Oscar. He's pretty good. I mean, Vince Vaughn's acting. He could definitely, he could get a nomination. But I just, I'm sorry. We'll cover a lot of stuff in rapid reviews today of some of the new stuff coming out on streaming platforms. But let's get into the synopsis. A detective investigates the death of a patriarch of an eccentric, combative family. That was brief. That's a brief little, little synopsis right there, but that really does cover it all. It covers everything. But this cast is huge. Could you, uh, just real quick for our fans that didn't quite uh, get the... Because the synopsis is really supposed to encapsulate the movie, right? <laughs> so I feel like maybe let's do the synopsis one more time, but in your best Daniel Craig detective Ooh, accent. Okay. You know, dripping with molasses. <laughs> so this is in my best... Okay, what was his name? Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc. This is the synopsis as if he wrote it. A detective investigates the death of a patriarch. Ooh, that's bad. Of an eccentric, combative family. That's how I used to talk when I had an accent. (laughs) I thought we were back in Louisiana for Thanksgiving. Wow. It was just like he was... It was like Daniel Craig was in the movie. Alec. Alec. They call her Alec because they can't do the X. Alex. Or Alex. I can't do Alex, so it's Alec. If my grandparents were to say the name of the podcast, it would be Alec Reviews. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It'd be Alec Reviews. Alec Reviews. We're all glad that. It would that. actually be, huh? Huh? A what? A who? A pod what? Uh, anyways. But the cast is incredible. There are so many famous people in this movie. It had to be very expensive. So no wonder they had so much promotion when it came out. First off, you got Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc. You've got Chris Evans as Ransom, which honestly, like, that's a super cool name. I'm curious, though, for our listeners, where does Daniel Craig rank on your uh, 007s, on your James Bonds? For me, I grew up, and I think it's because of the video game, um, Pierce Bronson is my favorite James Bond. A lot of people pick Sean Connery, um, the guy before, I don't even know his name. But anyway, a lot of people like Daniel Craig, too. Everybody, I remember when the first one came out, they called him James Blonde because he was blonde. That's pretty good. (laughs) That's pretty good. I really, I thought they were going to switch it to Idris Elba for the newer ones. But it's weird picking someone, I feel like, older than Daniel Craig. I love Idris Elba as James Bond. I think that the guy from Tenet. 
John David Washington. Um, he doesn't would be, have the swag. I feel like he could. No, you have to. And I that was my argument against Daniel Craig is I was like, he's not like a hunky. But then he was you were proven wrong. I know. He is pretty attractive. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's James Blunt. You see those pools of blue eyes? So handsome. But yeah, that accent was not it. But anyways, right into the show. Uh P.O. Box 9771-2214, uh, California. And let us know where he ranks in your 007 ranking. You could just also send me an Instagram. Either one will work. We got Chris Evans as Ransom, one of the sons. We have Anna de Armas, which I believe this was one of her first roles. Um, she has been, I believe, in an entanglement with Ben Affleck for the past year or so. She keeps getting seen with him in public. They kept uh, breaking the quarantine rules because they're in California. and But also, I feel like they are also just like thirsty because they call the paparazzi every time they do anything. And it's probably because Ben Affleck is irrelevant. Here's my only issue with her. She's, she's very young. Um, for some reason, her lips are always chapped. Somebody got to get her some chapstick. Get that poor girl some chapstick. Like, it looks painful. It looks painful. But she was supposed to be the poorest person in the film. Maybe you just don't have the funds. Chapstick is like 22 cents. I don't know. Times are tough. Times are tough. And guess what we got this week again? A joy, a pleasure. Jamie Lee Curtis. I feel like, can she become the mascot of the podcast? Because I just love Jamie Lee Curtis. Her in these outfits, her full pink, like magenta suit. I lived. If anybody's got the hookup, reach out to Jamie Lee. Please introduce or me. Or Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Or is it Jamie Lee Curtis? I don't know. There's a space in between it. I still feel like that's her middle name. There's no space between. Shout out Covenant Worship. All right. Then we've got Michael Shannon, who is is growing on me. He plays Walt Thrombe, and he was in Shape of Water, and I did not like him in Shape of Water because he kept eating them green candies. I loved him in Shape of Water. That, that, That sound, I don't know why, I loved... Maybe that would be the only type of ASMR that I like. Oh, candy and teeth. Oh, I just loved, I was just like, oh, he's so cool. Ugh, he's like an ugly man that became famous and he just continues to be famous and get Oscar nominations. If you've never seen, which Alex has not, um, Boardwalk Empire. Oh my gosh, he's so good in Boardwalk Empire. That's like the show of just ugly people. It's just ugly people, but so good. Somebody convince Alex to watch it. It's so good. It's so hard. I don't have patience to watch TV shows. We got Tony Collette playing Joni Thrombe. I just love that last name. It's very fun to say. She was in Hereditary, which was awful, and I do not recommend anybody watching it because it left me um, scarred for quite a few weeks. I also don't recommend her. I liked her in this one. Meh. I liked her in this one. I thought she was very eccentric and fun. Her and, um, I feel like Jamie Lee Curtis, their characters could have swapped and nobody would have known the difference. We've got Lakeith Stanfield. He's one of the detectives. And he was in, he's been in a lot of stuff lately. Uh, the black guy, he was in. Oh, he was in, um, he was in Us? No, the other one. The one with the horse heads. Yeah. I can never remember what that movie was called. Was oh, that Get was, Out? No, it wasn't Get Out. Sorry to bother you. Do not watch that movie. Sorry to bother you. Yeah. Terrible. You didn't like that one? You didn't like that one. Oh, I didn't? No. Nope. Oh, okay. And we have Catherine Lang- Langford. She's from 13 Reasons Why. She's, what was her name in 13 Reasons Why? Gosh, I we were obsessed with the first season. It was Wasn't so she good. the one Hannah. who killed herself? Yeah. Hannah. Hannah. Spoiler alert. I mean, Whoops. if you haven't watched 13 Reasons Why, it's really not worth watching the whole thing. It's very long. And finally, we have Mr. Christopher Plummer himself. Uh, I feel like Hollywood royalty, just like a very traditional, the old man. Oh, did He's you been skip in Chris Evans? He was the second one. Oh, my bad. Come on, pay attention. Why isn't he 007? 
Honestly. I think he's too American. It's like a British thing. Oh. Uh, yeah. Right. He can't do that. It's it's legally not allowed. Idris Elba would be so good. I know. They were, everybody was like, no, we can't do that because it's British and that's the people who pick. They're like, no, not him. So I feel like they're going to pick somebody younger. Good job. <laughs> they're going to pick somebody younger to carry the franchise, which I understand. Like, get somebody that can do a lot more movies than like If you three. want some insight on what it's like to live with Alex, every two weeks, a new soundbite comes out on TikTok that uh, completely uh, overtakes and starts to live rent-free in Alex's brain. Mm-hmm. and therefore, But I had not heard it. So you'll just randomly hear... I'm going to lose my job. And she just starts <laughs> laughing at herself. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember what the last one was, but that's the, the most recent one. Oh, yeah. I'm always up on the TikTok list. Tell us what it is. Oh, it's like, I'm panicking. Why are you panicking? I, I'm panicking because I'm going to lose my job. It's <laughs> pretty spot on. And that's pretty much a day in the life of Zach Stone living with Alex Stone. That's all I do. Like, because I feel like it, it relates to so many things. Oh, it just makes me laugh so much. I love those little audios. Also, I feel like I've got movie quotes running through my head all the time, mostly from Hot Rod or SpongeBob. But the hard part is uh, I'm not aware. So th- I remember the last one now because it drove me nuts. Was um, uh, they're gonna know or they're not? They're not gonna know. How would they know? How would they know? And she would just keep saying it, but say the whole statement, and I'm like, I don't know how they're gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're know. old. Like, you don't what? know. You don't know if they're going to uh, know. It's so good. Okay, so review, no spoilers. I would say yes. Watch Knives Out. Very fun movie. There's. It's like a whodunit. It's like Clue. Free on Prime right now. Free on Prime right now. It is really an exciting movie. And at points you think, oh, we're just a, like 30 minutes in and we know everything. But really until the end, even though I'd seen this movie last year, I thought I remembered the ending, but I did not remember the ending at all. And it just, even up until like the very, very end, it just kept you guessing, even if you had seen the movie. So if it's been a year, it's worth watching again, because I for sure bet you don't remember how it actually ended. So I would give this a yes. Do watch this movie. Totally. I love this movie. So good. Okay. Let's get to some rapid reviews. lose my job jingle jangle the new musical christmas musical on netflix it came out two weeks ago a few weeks ago i saw a bunch of people watching it and i was excited i saw the trailer i literally made everybody in the office watch the trailer there was a hot debate on whether this is going to be a musical or not there was a hot debate between me and zach because i knew it was going to be a musical and he was like no but i kept seeing like synchronized dancing and that really is kind of a giveaway <laughs> whenever you're watching a trailer. You're like, but I feel like they put it out to try to trick people to watching yeah, they, it. They were trying to capture that non-musical uh, audience. It And I mean, then it ends with like music from John Legend. So, I mean, it's kind of obvious that it's going to be a musical. As a veteran musical lover, I knew it was going to be a musical. I did not know a lot of the cast... There, Forrest Whitaker was probably the biggest name in the movie, right? Oh, Keegan-Michael Key was also in it. It really, I think what I really loved about the movie was the costuming because it was like Charles Dickens-esque, but also like Wicked, the musical, like which is a very cool look. It's almost like steampunk, but very bright and colorful. But also I think what I really loved about this movie is like it's in the era, it's like a fantasy era of like the Christmas Carol, but there's people of color, which it made me go, 
why is my brain saying like, oh, this is different? Like, why are there no people of color in The Christmas Carol? Like, this is a made up story. And it's kind of uh, the, the whitewashing of Christmas almost, how you realize that like people of color are really not included in stories. So I think the movie itself is really important and really cool for representation. And the music is really, really good. Like the opening number is probably my favorite song. It's got the the inventor and his wife and they sing and they're like literally the most incredible singers ever. And it's really, really good. I was really hoping it was going to be better than Greatest Showman, but it was not, I don't know. I mean, big Greatest Showman fan over here. I don't know if it was better than, it was very close to The Greatest Showman, but I feel like it needed a few more songs. Like it was, it was a little, it was a long movie with not a lot of songs and there was no closing number and not one song called Jingle Jangle. And that's a missed opportunity. That was a miss on their part. Like, and my, but my favorite thing, if you watch, I know like nobody watched this, but Eliza Schlesinger has a sketch show and she has a character called Cashew Albacore and he's always like, Jingle Jangle. <laughs> and that's all I could think about. And it was like, Jingle Jangle, come here, little children. <laughs> and that has nothing to do with it. But I also love those words together. And they don't say it because his name is Geronicus Jangle, not Jingle Jangle. Like where, I guess it's a Christmas sound. I would say Jingle is uh, short for Geronicus. No. Jingle Geronicus? That's like Bob. That's not even like Bob and Robert. But kind of. There's only one B. Bobbert. 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 The costumes are my favorite part of this movie. I feel like that's a burn on your part. I feel like you're trying to be mean. Um. Well, okay, so... I'm not trying to be mean, but does it have the same rewatchability as... Uh, Greatest Show? No. Like, we literally watched Greatest Showman right after this because we were like, oh, I want to watch a good musical. <gasps> I didn't say that. Zach said that because he's mean. But I did want to I did want to see it because I also just have, I know the music so well. Yeah. But maybe, I think, maybe a few more listens on the soundtrack. Like, it's John Legend, so it's going to be It's going to be good. I just need to get more familiar with it. I think the thing Greatest Showman did that Jingle Jangle didn't do is Greatest Showman used one of the songs for the trailer and like made us, so we went into Greatest Showman knowing at least one song that is the beginning and the end song of the musical. So that's like, what is it like in your subconscious? Like it made you learn the song so you could sing. So I wish they would have embraced that it was a musical. But also if you, uh, if you want buy-in from Alex, put some woes in the song. Ooh, like that Greatest Showman when it hits with those O's. Like I was That's in. It. She was in. At I that had point. chills. I was in it. I think one of the cutest things is the little girl in the show. She is like a. She hasn't been in anything. She was a, a, a child actress. She did local theater, I think, in Kentucky or one of the southern states over there. And then she went to Broadway and did the traveling cast of Rock of Ages. And she was so talented. And her little, little name is, is called Journey. And the musical is called Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. Precious. When it said that at the end, I was like, oh, I see what they did there. Yeah. Uh, for me, if there's anything that um, could come back, like if I could choose one thing to come back, it'd be Key and Pill. I love Key and Peele. I love them too. But now they're, he's like, I'm a musical guy now because Prom is coming out and he's also in Prom. And then now uh, Jordan Peele is like, I'm a director serious man. It's like, he's they so couldn't good. be more opposite. Musicals, horror movies. But they also- They grew up so much. I love them so oh, much. They're so good together. Like if you, if you them, haven't seen it, please go back and watch Key and Peele. I need them to make a horror musical for me. 
How I mean, incredible. We've done it. I mean, I've done a horror musical. We've done a horror musical and it changed my life. So I feel like we need more of that in the world. But yeah, I would suggest watching Jingle Jangle. Super cute, super family friendly movie. Um, it's not going to blow your socks off, but it is enjoyable. It's very, it's, it's Christmassy, but not Christmassy. It's it, worth a watch. For it's sure. worth a watch. Super cute. All right, next up, we got Happiest Season, which was on Hulu. And I was interested in watching it because it had David from Schitt's Creek in it. And he is my favorite person in the whole entire world. And so it's about these two girls that they're in love. And one of them is going home for the holidays and she brings her girlfriend with her. But she refuses to admit that that's her girlfriend. So typical holiday movie hijinks ensue. It's it's kind of like a story that's been told a thousand times, but just with the spin of that they're gay. So that's whatever. It's so unrealistic. Why would she stay with her? She wouldn't stay with her. Like, honestly, like she, her girlfriend is the worst person in the whole world. And like, realistically, no one should stay with anybody that doesn't appreciate them. And I feel like that kind of is a rom-com trope that you always go back to the person because of it's a romantic comedy movie. But uh, I would say watch Shit's Creek instead because then you'll get more of, uh, what's his name, Dan Levy. And that's better than that. And Kristen Stewart is not the actress of our generation. No, she's not. And Shit's Creek... Uh ran the table at the Emmys this year. They did. Golden Globes? Golden Globes. Yes, whatever Golden it was. Globes. I don't remember. And they did because it's an incredible show and we're all lucky to be alive in a time where that show exists. Okay. Now let's get to spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. This movie, Knives Out, literally kept me guessing the whole time. Zach was like, oh, he did it, they did it, we did it. Even on the second watch, I was like, I was guessing. I thought I for sure knew because it's the whole thing, the the vials get mixed up and the nurse gives him the wrong prescription, but I did not remember about Chris Evans going and switching the labels. And I thought, I thought at the end for sure they were gonna be like, no, you didn't mess up because you are a bad nurse. <laughs> She's kind of like a bad, she kind of seems like somebody that like is kind of a nurse, like those like lesser nurse degrees. No, she seems like a good nurse. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, you know, in these times, nurses are needed in hospitals, but he probably paid a lot. So good for her that she stuck around and hung out. But I love old people. So I get it. Like they're so fun. And the old people are the reason why me and Zach met. Who's the old people? The old person? Christopher Plummer? Christopher Plummer. Mm -hmm. He has such a good, like, I just want to hear him, like, read me an ebook or something. Yeah. I wanted to read me a, a Christmas story. Like, put a movie where he and... I'm uh, sure he's the narrator. And Morgan Freeman are the narrators. Mm. Ugh, done. Butter. Like, sticks of butter in your Melt ear. me like butter. Like butter. Like butter. But I love about this movie, like, the the family is, is saying their perspective, like, the night of the murder. But every single person... It just shows like how each person thinks they were doing what's right and their perspective, which I love in the cinematography. They kind of replay the same scene and each person telling the story ends up right next to Christopher Plummer with the birthday cake and it's so exciting. And I, I thought it was really clever of like to show how we kind of have our own variations of the truth where they might have all thought they did something, but really it was Anna de Armas that was really closest to the grandfather. And I love that he was like a murder mystery writer. Like it, it gave me major clue vibes. 
And Clue is like throwback, one of my all-time favorites. We've got, you know, Tim Curry. That's the end of the, uh, Tim Curry's in it. <laughs> There's a bunch of other actors that I can't remember. But I was in a high school production of Clue and I was Mrs. Peacock. Wow. And um, every night it was cool because every night a different, it was a different murderer. So if you came to the show, you could expect a different ending each night. And one night I did get to be the murderer and it was super fun to be the bad guy, honestly. So I understand why Chris, Chris Evans did that because being the bad guy is pretty cool. And it's, I remember watching it being like, oh, it's so unbelievable that Captain America would be the murderer. Why? Because it's, it's like the same reason, like I kind of didn't believe um, Michael B. Jordan as the bad guy in uh, Black Panther. Black Panther. So here's my problem with Black Panther. I have a hard time figuring out which one is actually the bad guy. Honestly, they both like. I, I still don't know. Like I still kind of feel like Michael B. Jordan is Black Panther. No, well, he was kind of. It was it was sticky. It's real confusing. <sighs> but King T'Challa. I love the movie. Supreme. But he's not T'Challa because he wasn't doing everything with a good heart like T'Challa was. Yeah, he was. He was trying to like provide for his family and protect his... I forget. I need to rewatch the movie. That's a really good movie. Got to rewatch that one. But it was just hard to... But I guess That came out of Christmas time. Is that a Christmas movie? Yes. Ugh. Every movie that comes out of Christmas is a Christmas... Because Harry Potter is a Christmas movie. No. They're always putting all the Harry Potters on Christmas on Freeform. It was previously... Is Star Wars Star Wars a Christmas movie? No. That one comes out like on Christmas Day. No, only sometimes. Only the newer ones have. They, it used to be a summer blockbuster movie. It was historically a summer I movie. I miss those days. I miss, I miss, I miss Fun story. So I went, uh, when I was, let's see, I was living, oh, Jesus. When I was living in Indiana, um, I grew up in Indiana, by the way. When I was living in Indiana, uh, friends took me to a uh, midnight premiere of one of the Star Wars. I can't remember which one. Um, sure. I don't know. But uh, like lines around the block, like your classic movie premiere, everybody dressed up, whatever. Um, it was a midnight movie premiere. I am not a big Star Wars fan. I'm sorry. Uh, neither is Alex, but whatever. Don't sell me out like that to the people. Um, I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep. And people were like reselling the tickets for like a lot, like $40 a ticket. Like I'm not even kidding. It was, it was a lot. And I fell asleep and we're on the front row of the second set, like the good seats. The second mm. section was before recliners, pre-recliner. So I had like the footrest. Oh, those are good seats. I woke up to people literally throwing popcorn at me. No way. I'm not kidding. Like people were so mad. Were you probably snoring. That I fell asleep. I probably was, but uh, I don't remember the movie. I just remember I fell asleep. Mm. I probably had Jar Jar Binks in it. If it was that era of Star Wars, it was a rough time. Anyways, now we don't have to worry about midnight movies because <laughs> movies don't come out anymore. But hopefully, maybe at Christmas time, I'm really hoping because I love a murder mystery movie. The The movie Death on the Nile is supposed to come out, was supposed to come out at Thanksgiving. I'm so excited Ugh, about that movie. Because I loved Murder on the Orient Express. Like, it's a, it's the sequel. It's a, a, a variation of the, the, mur- the investigator. What was his name? Oh, it was a good name. Ben well blown. No, that's this movie. But they are working on Knives Out too, so I guess it would oh. be another mystery. I don't. I can't imagine it would be this family again. It wouldn't be this family. It would but probably no. be Benoit. Benoit Blanc. 
Well, yeah, he's, of course, he's the investigator. But why would it be called Knives Out? This was about, his book was called Knives Out. I, oh, that's why, okay, I, I, that's what my question was, is why is it called, I know that he grabs a knife at the end in their Game of Thrones style chair, but. Um, but also he, he killed himself with a knife, Christopher Plummer. So it's just called Knives Out for that The reason. knives were out. They were out all kinds of directions. What does Benoit say? There's a, there's a mystery afoot. There's a murder afoot. Is it murder? I don't know. Or a mystery? I don't know. There's a mystery afoot. Either one works. I want to start using afoot more often. What would you, how would you use that? The, <laughs> <laughs> like if I'm hungry, I'd, uh-huh. there's a sandwich afoot. <laughs> or maybe I'm sleepy, uh, there's a bed afoot. <laughs> that makes me think of either a, a foot the size of a bed. <laughs> no, 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 you're just, you're missing something. Oh, like, uh, yes, uh, yeah. What's one? What's another example? Uh, when are you missing something? Like, like when you if you go out of town, I'm gonna say my wife's a foot. <laughs> All I can imagine is me, my face on a giant foot. Is what that is. Accurate. <laughs> I am a giant foot. I have big feet. Anyways, this movie, I really enjoyed. It was worth a rewatch. Like. All the characters are so much fun. It's a perfect whodunit murder mystery. It just was really exciting. And I feel like we don't get a lot of murder mystery type movies with this light. Like it has a lot of comedy in it. Especially especially how, like, what was it rated? It, it might be rated Is R. it R? Like it's, it's really it clean. language. It had a little bit of language, but it's really clean. Like it it's not bad. It had Did it really? Clean those, yeah. It didn't stick out to me. Well, you're numb. No, it's not that. It, like generally, oh, it's yeah. I, I don't think it really had efforts. Like it's it's really it clean. It's I mean, it's obviously got a murder because murderer. But um, anyways, it's it's. I wouldn't say it's a family movie, but it's one that you could watch with kids in the background. You could watch it with your grown children. Uh, and totally. be teenagers. Very fun. It's it's. I love I love a good whodunit. Like you can't you can't beat a whodunit. But you know we're getting into the holiday season. Really hoping there's some more movies coming out. I mean, there there are movies coming out on streaming. We're really playing with the idea of maybe reviewing a Hallmark movie. We just have to know like should we review the worst Hallmark movie? Like I think it could be really fun. I I love Lacey Chabert, Gretchen Wieners from Mean Girls because I know her personally from a movie I worked on. And so I would love to do one of her films, maybe. Is she a Hallmark actress now? She's done nine. Really? She's done... I, I feel like since we did Ghost of Goodnight Lane, she has literally become a Hallmark. She does a like a Hallmark Christmas movie every year. It's so funny, because you look at people like Key and Peele and how they've risen. And then yes. you look at Lacey Chabert, Herbert, hey, and get, how she's fallen. She is getting that paycheck. She's getting that Hallmark money. And I cannot blame her... My dad always jokes with me because I'm, uh, you know, a, a movie snob. And he was like, well, if you were asked to direct a Hallmark movie, what would you say? And I was like, I would make the most incredible Hallmark movie there's ever been. But that being said, I would probably get fired because they wouldn't end up together <laughs> and everybody would and be And you upset. would go way over budget. Oh, I'd go way over budget. I don't know. If you really love a Hallmark movie, please let me know via my Instagram at the underscore Alex underscore Stone because I'm looking, I'm I'm on the lookout. But I did see Disney had some movies coming out. So keep your ear to the ground. Keep your eyes on the Instagram to see what's coming up next. Well, anyways, thanks for listening to the podcast today. We're so glad you're here. We appreciate you listening and make sure to check out that merch link in my bio and buy every single piece because you need it in your life. And make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and leave a review about how awesome our podcast is because those things matter, okay? Okay. 
I'll see you next time at the movies. 